This is my Bible. I am who it says I am. I can do what it says I can do. I am a believer and not a doubter. I'm a doer and not just a hearer. And my life is always made better when I hear the liberating, life-changing, life-giving word of God. Because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. This morning I want to turn your attention to the book of Genesis, the book of Genesis chapter 37. Genesis 37 verses 15 through 20. Genesis 37 verses 15 through 20. Genesis 37 verses 15 through 20. When you have it, say amen. All right, if you don't have it, say help me. All right, help yourself. Turn to Genesis 37 verses 15 through 20. All right, let us read aloud together. Now a certain man found him, and there he was wandering in the field. And the man asked Joseph, saying, What are you seeking? So he said, I am seeking my brothers. Please tell me where they are feeding their flocks. And the man said, They have departed from here. Let us go up to Dothan. So Joseph went after his brothers and found them in Dothan. Now when they saw him afar off, even before he came there, them they conspired against him to kill him. Then they said to one another, Look, this dreamer is coming. Come, let us kill him and cast him into some pit. And we shall say, Some wild beast has devoured him. We shall see what will become of his dreams. Repeat these words after me. Then they said to one another, Look, this dreamer is coming. Come, therefore, let us now kill him and cast him into some pit. And we shall say, Some wild beast has devoured him. We shall see what will become of his dream. All right, turn around, smile, show all your neighbor your clean teeth or your no teeth or your gap teeth or your false teeth and say, neighbor, oh neighbor, are you a dreamer or a, uh, uh, I'm sorry, are you a dream killer? Turn on the other side and say, neighbor, oh neighbor, I got a question for you. Are you a dream killer? Are you a dreamer or a dream killer? Every person is one or the other. You are either a dreamer 
or a dream killer. On Friday night, once I arrived in Houston for Bishop Sarah Francis Taylor Davis's funeral, I was watching ESPN. And the CIAA, the CIAA, for those of you that don't know, that is one of the leagues that represent HBCUs in sports. And the CIAA was supposed to have one of its football title games between Josie, young ladies trying to get you, between Winston-Salem State and Virginia State. And the two teams had a banquet together to show team and school respect. But some of the players from Virginia State went into the bathroom and viciously beat the quarterback from Winston-Salem State. They took instruments in the bathroom and beat this boy in the face so badly that the game had to be canceled. These football teams had worked all spring and summer to make it to the title game. And at what should have been a celebration of teamwork, a celebration of young black men making high achievements in school and in sports had to be canceled because there were more dream killers than dreamers on the team. Two teams, but two different kinds of people. Dreamers and dream killers. Are you a dreamer or a dream killer? There are a lot of conversations going on in America, black and white America, Latino America, about the in word. Some folks say it's all right to use it. Some folks say it should never be used. Young folk in hip hop say that it is a term of endearment. The Miami Dolphins would tell you that it's all right for a white player to use that in reference to his teammates. There's a lot of conversation going on about the N-word, and, and I don't know where you are on that, but as I was preparing for the message, God told me that the definition of the N-word is a dream killer, because N-worders kill dreams. Black people, African Americans, dream big dreams. 
ends kill dreams. I remember in 1964, this neighborhood was almost entirely black from the east to the west, from the north to the south. But it didn't look like this because we didn't have a in spirit. But when you have a in spirit, you become killers of the dream. In 1785, in the city of Baltimore, God gave black people a dream. And Bethel AME Church, Baltimore, was founded by people who had a dream. That in the face of slavery, you all do understand that Maryland was a southern state. In the face of slavery, we decided that we were going to be free, that we were going to fight for our freedom, that we were going to build our own institutions. We were going to have our own community. We were going to educate our people. We had a dream. And since 1785, wherever there are big dreamers, there are big dream killers. Turn to your neighbor and ask him, are you a dreamer or a dream killer? Even Jesus had to deal with dream killers. I'm not talking about the Roman government. I'm not talking about the Pharisees or the Sadducees. But his own disciples deserted him and would not claim him when times got hard because there's a little dream killer in all of us. Turn to your neighbor and ask him, are you a dream killer? And so, this this, this, this morning, I want to walk you through something. I want to walk you through the 37th chapter of Genesis. So you can leave here either knowing I'm a dream killer and I need to change. Or I'm a dreamer and I need to keep the dream alive. So this morning, as you turn with me to chapter 37, I I, I want you to look at verse number five. This is the story of Joseph. Joseph was the son of Jacob, the grandson of Isaac, the great-grandson of Abraham. He was in the lineage of faith. And Jacob had 12 sons. But the son he loved the most was named Joseph. It is very divisive when you love one child more than another. 
It's very divisive when you appreciate one child or one person more than another. And in verse number three, it says, Now Israel loved Joseph more than all of his children because he was the son of his old age, and he made him a tunic of many colors. It's important that you just not love the stewards or the trustees or the pastor. It is important that you recognize that the church is a community of love where we're supposed to love everybody. You don't have to like everybody, but you got to love everybody. Because when you do not, you leave room for the enemy to sow the seeds of dream killing. But when his brothers saw that their father loved him more than all his brothers, they hated him. Write that word down. They hated him and could not speak peaceably to him. Hallelujah. The spirit of dream killing starts with personal animosity and evil. And then it says, now Joseph had a dream. Joseph had a dream. Joseph was given a gift, a gift of a dream. What is a dream? It is a divine expectation. A dream, a biblical dream, is a divine expectation that God gives to a person to activate within them the power to achieve greatness. I, 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 I just said something. And so now Joseph had a dream. And Joseph, who was hated by his brothers, did not hate them in return. He told them his dream. These were his brothers. Most dream killers are close to dreamers. Ooh. Most dream killers are part of the dreamer's family or community. And so he shared in verse 5, it says, had a dream and he told it to his brothers and they hated him even more. Most people give up on their dreams because other people will hate on your dream. They don't have a dream for themselves, but they will hate your dream. Dream killers are haters. Everybody say dream killers are haters. Now skip on down with me, if you will, to Genesis chapter 37, verse 8. In the 8th verse, and his brothers said to him, after in verse 6 and 7, it shows us the dream. The dream was that there were sheaves standing in the field, and behold, Joseph said, my sheaf, verse number 7, my sheaf arose and also stood upright, and indeed your sheaves stood all around and bowed down to me. What they didn't understand was the reason that their dream killer 
hating sheaves had to bow was because not because Joseph was better than them but because God's dream was going to allow Joseph to provide for his family so that the family would increase and be a nation a dream is not just about you Lord have mercy if you're just dreaming for a car for yourself a house for yourself a job for yourself that is a selfish self-centered dream that did not come from God because when God give dream, gives dreams, God gives dreams to bless an entire people, an entire community an entire nation hallelujah and in a few minutes I'm, I'm going to take you somewhere Joseph, but then Joseph dreamed another dream, somebody say dreamers just keep on dreaming no matter how much other people hate on you, you got to keep on dreaming, somebody say you got to keep on dreaming Hallelujah, because great dreams create great people. Great dreams create great people. And so in Genesis number, Genesis 37 and 8, we discover, and his brother said, shall you indeed reign over me, over us, or shall you indeed have dominion over us? So they hated him even the more. I got to say that again. They hated him even the more for his dreams. Why did they hate him? For his dreams. Uh, it goes on in, 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 in inner city schools all the time. You better not have a good student in class who does their work. You better not have a student in an inner city school because they will be asked, well, do you think you're white? But what, when did doing your work, when did paying attention in school, when did knowing how to read, write, do your figures, being excellent in science, technology, engineering, and math make you white? Oh, bless his name. Uh-huh. But when you are a hater and a dream killer, you will do anything to kill somebody else's dream because you don't have a dream for yourself that will make you a bigger and better person. Touch your neighbor and say, you better write this down. Big dreams make you a bigger and better person. Big dreams make you a bigger and better person. Small dreams are the purview, if you will, of dream killers. Huh. And so here we find, here we find the brothers hating, and then God gives them another, God gives Joseph another dream. In G Genesis 37, verse number nine, then he dreamed still another dream, told it to his brothers, Lord have mercy, and said, look, I've dreamed another dream, and this time the sun, the moon, and the 11 stars bowed down to me. So this time he told it not only to his brother, but he told it to his father and his brothers, and his father rebuked him and said, what is this dream that you have dreamed? Shall your mother and I, your brothers indeed, come to bow down to the earth before you? In verse 11, and his brothers envied him. His brothers envied him. Now get this. Are you a dreamer or a dream killer? Number one, dreamers dream big dreams. Dreamers dream big dreams. Dreamers dream big dreams. Dreamers, number two, dream bold dreams. Dreams, God-sized dreams that, that require God type of power. Dreamers dream dreams that bless and build their family and community. Dreamers dream dreams 
that bless and build their community. Now, dream killers, are you a dreamer or a dream killer? Dream killers are hateful. And just hateful. Just hateful. Just hateful. First, they hate themselves. And if they hate themselves, what you think they... Just hate us. Just, just, just turn to your neighbor and ask them, are you a dreamer or a dream killer? Huh? Dream killers are hateful. We've established that. But watch this. Dream killers are deceitful. Dream killers are divisive. And dream killers are destructive. Dream killers are deceitful. Satan deceived Eve. Eve deceived Adam. Adam tried to deceive God. Dream killers are deceitful. They want to tear things down instead of build them up. Dream killers are divisive. Turning brother against brother, family member against family member. Dream killers are destructive. John 10 and 10. The thief comes to steal. Dream killer. Kill. Dream killer. And destroy. Dream killers are deceitful. They're divisive. And they are destructive. Are you a dream killer? Are you a dreamer or a dream killer? You want to stop a whole lot of gossip on your job, in your family? Just ask people after they say what they say in the beauty salon and barbershop. Are you a dream killer? You want to stop it in worship? When you, all the little whisperings going on, just whisper back. Are you a dream killer? Because I can see it on your faces. Nobody wants to be a dream killer. God didn't make you to be a dream killer. But sin, selfish, Lord have mercy, selfish insecurity that creates nasty people, sin. Selfish, S, I, insecurity that creates nasty people, sin will make you a dream killer. And it is my assignment at all three services today to teach you how to defeat the dream killer within and without. Because the worst dream killers are not outside of you. The worst dream killers are in your heart. <laughs> Touch your neighbor and ask him, are you a dreamer or a dream killer? Now, get this. God protects the dream. I didn't say the dreamer. God protects the dream. The important thing is not the dreamer. The important thing is the dream. Uh-huh. They can kill the dreamer. They can sell the dreamer into slavery. They can put the dreamer into prison. They did not say, they said, let's kill the dream. And then they said, and see what happens to the dream. Kill the dreamer, but the concern is killing the dream. 
because if you kill the dreamer, you don't necessarily kill the dream. The world is afraid of the dream, not the dreamer. Lord, have mercy. And so here, when the brothers saw Joseph coming to find them, to serve them, they said, here comes the dreamer. Let's kill him and see what happens to the dreamer. If I had time and I've only got four minutes left, I'd ask you, what's happened to your dreams? Oh, bless his name. I'd ask you, who have you let kill your dream? Somebody broke your heart because you had the dream of a healthy relationship and they broke your heart because they killed that dream. Don't you let anybody kill your dream. Touch your neighbor and say, don't you let anybody kill your dream. To other side say, don't let anybody kill your dream. God protects the dream. Somebody say, God protects the dream. The reason you're still alive after all you've been through, all the hurt, all the wounds that you carry is because God keeps giving you another day and another chance to protect and make your dream come true. Somebody say God protects the dream. Every morning you get up, you should give God praise because what God is saying is after all you've done wrong, after all you've been through, you're still alive because I'm protecting protecting the dream it's not about your mistakes it's not about your poor choices it's about the fact that God put a dream in you that will help people become better people and the city become a better city and the church a better church and your family a better hallelujah a better family but you got to realize God protects the dream touch your neighbor say I got to give God praise this morning because I know he protects the dream not only does God protect the dream God provides for the dream oh bless his name Joseph was sold into slavery but God provided for Joseph in slavery Joseph went to prison but God provided for him in prison what did God give him God gave him favor and I don't know about you this morning but you can go shopping on Thanksgiving day if you want but I won't be in church because I thank God for favor touch your neighbor and tell him I'm still alive because of favor it was his favor that took you from brokenness and when people killed hallelujah tried to kill your dream God still protected and provided for you touch your neighbor and say God provides for the dream but thirdly God prospers the dream somebody say God prospers the dream oh bless his name you can try and kill the dream all you want but it will resurrect and that's where I'm gonna close right now in my last two minutes and seven seconds the biblical scholars will tell you that Joseph was a foretaste of Jesus that God became human flesh because God had a dream that the kings and the prophets could not bring to pass and so the word had to become flesh and God became Jesus Christ and he came down and he healed the sick he provided for the poor he made a way for the blind to see but the more he did for his own the more they tried to tear him down because God had to come in the midst of dream killers and even his own disciples Peter denied him three times can I get a witness 
witness. Oh, bless his name. Touch your neighbor and tell him. Dream killers are also deniers. They deny what God has done for them. They deny where God has brought them from. They deny that God gave them everything that they had. Somebody say, don't be a denier. After Peter denied him, hallelujah, then, uh, then Judas sold him out. People will sell you out. Dream killers will sell you out. The people you think who are smiling in your face today and say they are with you right now, as soon as they get around other deniers, they're going to sell you out. Can I get a witness? But this is why I love Jesus. When your friends deny you, when, the, when Satan deceives you, when they hung, hang you up on the cross, just wait a minute, wait a minute, you may be in hell now, but tell your neighbor, I'm a dreamer. And the dream will keep on living because after they crucified him, they put him in a borrowed tomb. But early Sunday morning, because God had protected the dream, because God had provided the dream, because God will allow your dream to prosper, here Jesus rose and he said, bless his name, all power has been given in my hand. Touch your neighbor, say the dream is still alive. Oh, bless his name. As long as you're alive, the dream is still alive. As long as you don't give up, the dream is still alive. Can I get a witness up in here? I've got to stop right here. But if you go to the end of the story, you will discover that after Joseph's dream blessed his brothers, and after Jacob, I'm going to preach this at the next service, and after Jacob had died, his brothers said, what if Joseph turns on us? And Joseph said the following, you don't have to worry about me doing anything for you because my dream was bigger than you dream killers. He said, you don't have to worry about me doing anything to you because what you meant for evil, God meant for good. Can I get a witness up in here? Tell your neighbor, you can sit there if you want. You can act like your ears are hurting if you want. You can act like you're not paying attention if you want. But when I think about how people have stepped on my dream, have stepped on your dream, but I'm still standing and I'm still alive and I'm still, hallelujah, and I'm still dreaming. I've got to give God praise. Touch your neighbor and say, you're standing next to a dreamer. I got that house because I'm a dreamer. I got that education because I'm a dreamer. And I'm not going to stop dreaming now because I'm a dreamer and not a dream killer. Let us stand all over the church. So we join hands across the church. <sighs> Yesterday, Bishop Bryant's eulogy for Bishop Davis was entitled, Praying Through. 